Welcome to the Discipleship Now podcast, hosted by Dr. Matthew Turner, an author, ordained minister, and father of three. Dr. Turner has pastored, held multiple ministry leadership roles, and currently serves as the Mission USA Administrator of the Congregational Holiness Church. In each episode, we'll dive into different aspects of discipleship, sharing personal stories and experiences, as well as insights and teachings from the Bible. Our hope is that this podcast will serve as a source of encouragement and inspiration for all who listen, whether you're a seasoned Christian or just beginning your journey of faith. So, Grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and join Dr. Matthew Turner on this journey of discipleship. Hello, I'm Dr. Matthew Turner, and welcome to Discipleship Now. In this podcast, we seek to look at discipleship, dive into the area of discipleship as we look at life, family, and ministry. It's one of my heart's desires to get closer to the Lord every single day of my life, to learn more about Him, and to seek truth through Scripture. And so that is what this podcast is all about. And in this week's podcast, we are going to conclude our series on Lord, Forgive Me Again, as we look at this incredible interaction between Simon Peter and our Lord Jesus in John chapter 21. In the last episode, we talked a great deal about where Peter is in this moment, how that Peter has denied Jesus three times after he assured the Lord that he would never do such a thing. He indeed did, as Jesus predicted. And Peter, after this, decided that he was going to go fishing. And Jesus finds Peter and the other disciples in a boat on the Sea of Galilee, and he calls out to them, and they come to the seashore, and this wonderful and beautiful conversation begins between Jesus and Simon Peter. Let's look at the scriptures as we begin the second part of this series in John chapter 21. Simon and Jesus and the other disciples, they're on the seashore, and this is what Scripture says in John chapter 21, starting in verse 15. It says, So when they had eaten breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me more than these? And he said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And he said to him, Feed my lambs. He said to him again a second time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? And he said, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And he said to him, tend my sheep. And then he said to him a third time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? And Peter was grieved because he said to them a third time, do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. And Jesus said, feed my sheep. Most assuredly, I say to you, When you were younger, you girded yourself and walked where you wished. But when you are old, you will stretch out your hands to another and will gird you and carry you where you do not wish. And he spoke signifying by what death he would glorify God. And when he had spoken this, he said to him, follow me. Now, this is the conclusion of this wonderful interaction between Jesus and Simon Peter. And in the last episode, we talked about how Peter had decided that his mistakes were just too numerous, that Peter had thought about all of the things that he had done wrong. He most certainly thought about his most recent mess-ups in denying Jesus three times, but I'm sure that other things came to mind as his mind wondered of all of the things that he had done wrong over the last three and a half years and probably over his entire life. And he decided that he just came to this conclusion 
that he was going to go back fishing, that he was going to go and do an activity that he had done most of his life up until that point. And he figured that that was probably the best way for him to just move on, that he had disappointed Jesus, disappointed the Father too many times, and now it was only left for him to go back and go fishing. But as I look to these scriptures and I, and I try to think about Peter and the mindset that he had, not only do I think that he decided that his mistakes were too numerous, I also think that he had decided in that moment that Jesus could no longer use him. That Not only did he just fall out of relationship with the Lord, but that his mistakes have now disqualified him from ministry. When Peter said, I'm going to go fishing, it it meant that Peter decided that not only was he not going to be in relationship with Jesus, but that there was no other there was no other alternative in ministry that he just needed to give it all up and walk away. The ministry that Jesus called Peter into was to be fishers of men. You remember Matthew four nineteen, where Jesus told Peter, Andrew, James, and John, and the other disciples whom he would eventually call, where he said, Follow me and I'll make you fishers of men. But in this particular case, as we look at Scripture in John 21, Jesus Jesus finds Peter actually not fishing for men, but once again, fishing for fish. And I believe that Peter went back to fishing for fish because he felt like Jesus could not use him anymore. And I think that you and I feel that way too often, too many times in our lives. I think this is exactly how that we feel because of the mistakes that we have made, the problems that we perhaps have caused, or maybe just the guilt and the condemnation that we feel over our lives, we just come to a conclusion that, wait a minute, God just can't use someone like me. How many of you out there have felt like that before? There's no way that God can use someone like me. But the truth of the matter is, is that no matter how many mistakes that we have made, no matter no matter how many times we may have disappointed the Lord, God's call and His gifting on our lives has not left us. His decision to use us in ministry, whatever that might be, whether it's in pulpit ministry or in worship ministry, youth ministry, or just simply being used by God to tell someone else about Jesus, that has never, ever left your life. The call that God has given you has never left your life. Jesus' response to Peter in John chapter 21 is exactly not only what Peter needed to hear, but it's what you need to hear today as well. You may be listening today and you may have thought or think today that your mistakes are too numerous and thus it means that Jesus can no longer use you in ministry. But as we look to the scriptures in John chapter 21, we can be encouraged because Jesus says, if you love me, then I've got something for you to do. Yes, you may have messed up, you may have made mistakes, but if you're repentant of those mistakes, I still love you. My mind has not changed about you, and I still have something for you to do. Jesus said in verse 15, it says that when he had denied Jesus, or when they had denied, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonas, do you love me more than these? And he said unto him, Lord, you know that I love you. And he said, feed my lambs. In other words, Jesus directly addresses the mistakes that Peter 
was involved in, how that he denied Jesus. So Jesus comes and directly confronts that by saying, Jesus, or excuse me, he says, Peter, do you love me? Even though Peter had just denied him not long prior to this, Jesus comes to 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 Peter and he says, do you love me? And Peter says, yes. Thus affirming that, God, I, I really didn't mean it when I denied you. It was a moment of weakness. It was a moment of stupidity. I was pressured. I didn't know what to do. I was scared for my life. And Jesus, I messed up. And so Jesus says, do you love me, Peter? And he says, yes, Lord, I, I do. And he says, because I know your heart, because I see that you're truly repentant, because I, I know that you really do love me, I still have something for you to do. And I want you to go and I want you to feed my lambs. I want you to feed my sheep. I'm so moved that Jesus addressed Peter as Simon, son of Jonas. This is so interesting to me because Jesus previously changed Simon's name to Peter. He changed his name to Peter. But in this case, he goes back and he addresses his given name, which is Simon. And I think he was very meticulous. He was he did this on purpose because I think he was saying, Peter or Simon, I know you. I know exactly who you are. I know who you were before we came into relationship that very first day, before I called you Peter, before I changed your name. I knew exactly who you are. I know who you are even still today. And so he addresses Peter by, by calling him Simon by his given name. And he says, Simon, do you love me? I know you. I know all of your mistakes. I know all your issues, your problems, your circumstances. And I'm asking you, do you love me? And Simon Peter says, yes, Lord, I love you. And that's all that Jesus needed to hear. That's all he needed to hear. He didn't need to hear some grand excuse from Peter or Simon. He didn't have to, he didn't say, Simon or Peter, explain all of this to me. How did you fall into temptation? How did all this happen? You know, explain to me or tell me why you're worthy of my love once again. No, Jesus didn't do any of that. He just asked him, do you love me? And when Peter said, yes, Lord, I love you, then that caused Peter to be back in right relationship with Jesus. And at that point, Jesus says, well, I have something for you to do. I want to encourage you that, that are out there. You may feel like that you your mistakes or your problems or your issues are far too numerous and that because of that, there's no way that Jesus could use you or want you or love you anymore. Beloved, can I just encourage you that nothing could be further from the truth. Jesus just wants to know today, do you love me? That's the question that perhaps God is asking you right now. Whatever your name may be, do you love me? Do you love me? And if your answer is yes, God, I love you, like Peter's answer was to Jesus in this moment, then God's next command or his next statement to you is, well, I love you too, and I have something for you to do. There's a, a beautiful and amazing scripture that Paul speaks of in Romans chapter 11, verse 29, where he says that the gifts and callings of God are without repentance. And I think that this verse of scripture is so powerful because it means so much to me. Because I used to think that this idea that God 
or, or this idea that the gifts and callings of God are without repentance. It meant that I would never be sorry. It's like it's like Paul was saying that we would never be sorry for God calling us into the ministry. But I was I was really wrong in my interpretation of that scripture. That's not what that scripture is saying at all. What the scripture really means is that God is never sorry for calling you into the ministry, for calling you into the gift or the calling that he is that he has ordained just for you. That God is never sorry for that. Can you can you imagine or can you think about that for just a moment that God is never sorry for calling me into the ministry? What about that ten- what about those times that I terribly historically failed epically failed the Lord? What about those times that I willingly walked away from the Lord and said no to his call or no to his His conviction and and did something that I knew was displeasing to him anyway? What about that time? No. Even in those moments, Scripture says that God is never sorry for calling us into the ministry. This is so encouraging to me. It must have been encouraging for Peter that day when Jesus was saying to him, because you love me, because you, I see your heart, I know your heart, it must have been so encouraging to him to know that Jesus says, because you love me, I have something for you to do. Your mistakes do not disqualify you from ministry. Your failures, your your issues, your circumstances, your weaknesses, they do not disqualify you from ministry. And this is something Peter learned this day on the seashore in John chapter 21. Those issues and mistakes and failings and all of those things, Jesus is not saying that he's just turning a blind eye to them. No, he knows that we made mistakes, but they do not disqualify Peter, nor do they disqualify you from ministry. God is never sorry for calling you into the ministry. God's never changed his mind about you. He's never looked at you and said, you know what, I made a terrible mistake. I didn't know you was going to fail so many times. I didn't know you was going to walk down this road. I didn't know that you were going to do all of these things against my will and my way. I didn't know all of that. So I'm so terribly sorry that I called you into ministry. No, God's never said that. He never said that about Peter. And beloved, he's never said that about you. And God said in Malachi chapter 3, verse 6, that I'm the Lord God and I change not. He's never changing his mind about you. The gifts and callings of God are without repentance. He's never, ever, ever going to be sorry for calling you into the ministry. And that is what Peter learned on the seashore in John 21, that God would never be sorry they called him into ministry. Jesus said, Simon, do you love me? Simon says, yes, three times, God, I love you, Jesus, I love you so very much. And he said, well, it's time to get to work. And that's what I want to encourage you with as I leave you as we end this series today. It's time to get to work. You have possibly and probably wallowed in your guilt and self-condemnation for a long time now. And this is God coming to you perhaps through this podcast saying, listen, God doesn't condemn you anymore. You've asked for forgiveness. God doesn't condemn you anymore. He doesn't He doesn't see you in in sin. He doesn't see you in in all of your mistakes. No, you've asked for forgiveness. What God sees you as is someone who has been washed in the blood of Jesus, and now he says, I have something for you to do. Go feed my lambs, tend my sheep, take care of the things and the people that I have given charge to you to oversee. 
whether that's in pulpit ministry or song or youth or or creativity or or being a person that has a podcast or a preacher or what, whoever and whatever it may be, God says, I have something for you to do. No matter the mistakes and the problems and the issues that you may have incurred or, or went through or decided to do in your life, I still love you and I still have something for you to do. Don't allow the enemy to try to convince you that your mistakes are too numerous and that Jesus can no longer use you because, beloved, that is simply a lie from the enemy. He doesn't like you being used of the Lord. He knows God has something special for you and that you can do something amazing in the kingdom of God if you will just listen to the voice of the Lord and walk in the calling that he has given to you. And so he's tried his very best to convince you that you cannot be used in the kingdom. But beloved, all you have to do, if you've made mistakes, and certainly we all have, all you have to do is say, Lord, forgive me again. I've made too many mistakes. I know that I've messed up. God, forgive me. And if you truly mean it out of the depths of your heart, then he is faithful and just. Scripture tells us to cleanse us of all of our sin, of all of our unrighteousness, and you too can be in right standing with the Father again today. And he still has something for you to do. He still wants you to walk in ministry. He still wants you to be used as hands and feet of God so that others can come to know him as their personal Savior. I want to encourage you that God loves you no matter what, no matter the mistakes, no matter the number of times that you've failed Him. God loves you. And there's nothing that could ever change that. Peter learned that on the seashore in John 21, that there's nothing that could ever pluck us out of the hand of God, that nothing could separate us from the love that God has for us. And yes, even though we made mistakes and we have fallen short of the glory of God when we call on to Him, He will forgive us and He will say, it's time to go to work. And so it is with you today. God has something incredible for you to do in the kingdom of God. Well, I pray that today and this series has been a blessing to you. And I pray that you will connect with me. Go to my website, MatthewRyanTurner.com. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear how God has spoken to you through this through this podcast, through this ministry. Please reach out to me. Look at our website and all the resources that are available there. And until next time, I pray that the Lord blesses and keeps you. Thank you for listening to the Discipleship Now podcast hosted by Dr. Matthew Turner. We hope this episode has encouraged and inspired you on your faith journey. Don't forget to subscribe and share with others who might benefit from these conversations. Until next time, keep seeking Jesus and growing in your discipleship journey.